0: When it's September, and the summer sighs away, Broadway is festooned to the colors of fall. The pastels of the cotton dresses mixed bravely with the gray and brown of flannel. And here and there, the street's shapely foliage turns to plaid. It's the time of the quickened steps and the crumpled travel folder and the coney-dyed beaver. The season of the 50-yard line and splatter of leaves from shop window gauze trees and smoky nights of the first chill, a whole new season three more months to get where you're going. And the part of it which lies under Broadway before midnight, least touched by time and tide and moon, where the variations are imported by the bottom of shoes, slush and mud and chewing gum, subway platform, and crowd and injured man and detective Mugovan. All right, officer, hold the crowd back, will you? Come
2: on, lady. Come on, sir. Get back, will you? Is he
0: dead? Is he dead? How did you get here, lady? He
2: ducked under
0: my arm. Okay, okay. Get a good look, ma'am, as long as you're up close. Is he dead? Well, how do you like him? Dead or just stabbed a little bit? Oh,
3: not dead, huh?
2: Get her out of here, officer. Look, lady, you want to get one in for up nice the police? Knife
3: him like that and he's not dead. It's a real miracle. It's
0: wallet, Danny. It's honest to
3: goodness real miracle. Yep.
0: Ah, uh, name's Larry Burdett. In case of accident, notify blank, not filled in. No women's pictures or children. Probably a bachelor. Address Mayo Hotel on 22nd. The only thing else, Muggerman, are these business cards. Lawrence Larry Burdett, Compton Home Appliances on 12th Street.
2: Here, and this in the shirt pocket. Two stubs for the grandstand at the ballpark. Uh,
0: tonight? Uh huh. Got on the subway uptown on the way from the game, stabbed when he got off here at 42nd. That's about all open. right. All
4: right, let him go, will you? Hi, Doc. Intern,
0: Danny, and technical boys. Yeah. Intern and technical boys, people who appear after a violence has been done. Five-man tribe come out of the municipal reservation of laboratory and hospital to measure, suture, photograph, administer. The precise boys, give them a man who's just been stabbed and leave and home and sleep. And the alarm clock screams at you as its arms make semaphore, which means get out of bed. Dress and breakfast and ride to 12th Street and the appliance shop named Compton's and a lady...
3: I'm Carol Compton, Mr. Clover. Well,
0: this is your store, huh?
3: Lock and stock. What's yours?
0: Information about Larry Burdett.
3: Well, Larry's never had a policeman for an injured husband before that I know of. Mind if I ask how injured you are?
0: He was stabbed last night on a subway platform. He's not dead, but... He's... Where is he? City Hospital.
3: Oh, let me write that down. I don't have such a good memory for hospitals, Mr. Clover. City Hospital... Flowers and chewing candy for Larry. Five dollars. What did
0: Larry do here, Mrs.
3: Compton? No one ever would, Mr. Clover, so it's still Miss Compton. And me with all my home appliances. What did Larry do? Salesman, outside man, house to house, the greatest, top. He killed a lady. You? <laughs> Devil, wouldn't you like to know? Yeah, I would. You think of anything you want, you might be right, and I'll deny it.
0: Who would want to kill him?
3: The injured husbands. I told you. Don't ask me names, I don't know. That's as honest an answer as I've heard.
0: How friends would you know of? Chet. Who?
3: Chet. Chet Grant. Used to work here. Except Chet was always buying home appliances for his wife out of his salary, so he couldn't afford to work here anymore.
0: Where do I find Chet Grant?
3: I'll look up his address for you. Meanwhile, look around. Plug in things. Push buttons, snap things. Enjoy. Go ahead. Go <laughs> ahead.
0: Oh, oh! Well, is this uh, Chet Grant's home?
5: You didn't say hello, back.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, Miss. I it's
5: think... okay. Yes, this is Mister Grant's home.
0: I'd like to talk to him. He's you, not I... here. Oh.
5: Mother is though. I'm sure. Whatever you wanted, my father for, Mom could. Mother, who shall I tell is calling?
0: Police, Danny Clover.
3: Mother, will you come here, please? <laughs> Mother, I heard you, Betty. Dear, you must learn
6: to be more tidy. Your room is like a storm hit it. Records and magazines all over, really, dear. I can't... Please don't. (laughs) All right, I won't nag. What is it? This man. He wants to talk to Dad. Well, I'm sure you didn't need your mother to tell him your father isn't home. Child, why do you... Oh, it, Mother... This man's Mr. Clover. He's from the police. Oh.
5: Will you come in, please? Thank you.
6: Uh,
5: Betty... Will you go... No, Mother, I know what you're going to say, and I will not go run down the street, and I will not go to my room. Betty. I'm going to stay right here. If anything's happened to Daddy, I'm going to stay right here.
6: Has something happened to Chet? He's hurt? Chet's been hurt? Tell Nothing's me. Nothing's
0: happened to him, Mrs. Grant. Not that we... Then
6: what? What do you want with Chet? Why do you want to talk to my husband? He was with
0: a friend of his last night. Yes, with
6: Larry. My husband often was Larry. Last night it was a ball game. Other times, something else. What is that to do with... Please, Mother, let the man talk. Give him a chance to say something. All right. Why do you want to talk with my husband?
0: Larry Burdett was found stabbed on a subway platform last night after the ball game. He's dying.
6: And you think my husband had anything to do with a thing like that? You think Chet tried to kill him? Mrs.
0: Grant, but I... But they're I, friends.
6: I... They're the best of friends. How could you think Chet would do something so awful?
0: Your husband and Mr. Burdett have known each other a long time? Mrs. Grant...
6: Mother... Oh, uh, yes, yes, dear. What is it?
5: Mr. Clover asked you something. He asked if Daddy and Mr. Burdett know each other.
6: And Mr. Burdett was stabbed yes, I, I and... heard him, dear. I, I was just thinking. Thinking how your father and I have known Larry quite a while. Long time. Times he's been here to dinner and little parties. Now he's been stabbed. And this man thinks your father's a murderer. He
5: didn't say that, Mother.
6: A man who's practically Chet's best friend. I... I'm sorry Larry's hers, and I, I'm sorry he's dying. But, dear... Yes, Mother? What I'm sorry about is that the police would think that your father... Where
0: is your husband, Mr.?
6: Um, what time is it, Betty?
5: A quarter of twelve, Mom.
6: Mom, you shouldn't... Jeff will be home any moment, Mr. Clover. He always comes home for lunch every day. He'd rather come home with me and his daughter than be anywhere else. Why a man like that couldn't... Will you... Will you wait for him, Mr. Clover?
0: Yes.
6: Everything's so, so mixed up. I haven't even thought what to give your father for lunch. Um, Betty, you talk with Mr. Clover. Tell him about your father. I, uh, I want to have something nice ready for him, uh, Mr. Clover.
5: Yeah. I want to show you something. I want you to see the kind of man my father is. Will you come? Of course. It's in the bedroom, through here. This clock here on the bedstand. This is my mother's side. I want to show you something about this clock. See, I set the hands back to six o'clock. It's a kind of alarm clock. Only it doesn't ring; it turns on the radio. Daddy built it, so Mom would wake up to music. He said, not jump out of bed in the morning like a scared little kitten. Daddy loves my mother very much. He's never even looked at another woman. I know. I'm going on sixteen. He wouldn't do anything to hurt her. but me. he's practically like a lover to her. She can't lift a finger.
2: Betty, Esther, I'm home.
5: When you talk to Father, you'll see the kind of man he is. Come on. Hey, where's my family?
2: My wife, my daughter. Ah, there you are. Come here and give me... A oh, friend of yours, Betty...
5: This is Mr. Clover, Daddy. He's from the police.
2: Oh? You been here long, Mr. Clover? A little while. Oh. So, what were you doing in the... I was
5: just showing him some of the things you built for Mother, Daddy. I wanted... Where is your did... mother? Making your lunch. Things got mixed up and she's late, so... Uh... Go.
2: You go help her, huh? Go help your mother, Daddy. What can I do for you, Mr. Clover? It's about
0: your friend, Larry He's A real
2: good friend. We have a lot of laughs together...
0: Larry in some kind of trouble? Someone knifed him last night on a subway platform. He's at City Hospital. He's hurt, badly hurt.
2: Uh, Betty? Yes, Daddy? Uh, Get on the phone. I want you to call someone for me. Uh, Where's Larry? Where do I find out how he is? City Hospital,
0: Monument 2-9098.
2: Call Monument 2-9098, Betty. Ask him how Larry Burdett is. Do it right now, Betty. All right. In a little bit, we'll know, huh? In a little bit, we'll know how my friend's making out. Esther asked to ask you to lunch. You're welcome, Mister. You. Thanks, Noah. You were at a ball game last night with Larry, weren't you? That's right. Would have had a great time. Only Larry. Larry what? Look, you said he got knifed. You said he's dying. What difference will it make to you? I tell you how Larry was last well, night. tell me. Uh, Larry kept hitting the gin bottle. You know, ordering pop, lashing it with three fingers of gin, screaming at the players, the umpires. Time the game is over, my friend was real stinker, real blotto. But a man like Larry uh, don't mind things like that, you know? Funny guy, likable, makes a big joke out of it. You overlook things.
0: Were you with him on that subway coming home?
2: I tried to tell him he couldn't make it alone, said I'd take him home. Larry said, you go home your way, Chet. You go home to the wife and kids. You go your way, I go mine. The gin's got me ready, Chad. He said, Larry's got a boy with the dames too. He, uh, uh, Betty, how long does it... Ta- oh, uh, you get some, Betty? what they say? How's Larry making out? Betty.
5: He's dead. What? You heard me. Larry Burdett's dead. On the phone, the lady told me to wait a minute. Then she came back. Oh, hello, And Give
6: me my kiss.
2: Larry's dead. That's the... That's just... I know,
6: dear. I heard. Now give me my kiss. Now come to lunch. It's all ready for you. Come, Chet. Come, Betty.
1: You are listening to Broadway's My Beat Written by Morton Fine and David Friedkin And starring Larry Thor as Detective Danny Clover There's too much evidence for Dick Powell as Richard Diamond, private detective, tomorrow night on most of these same CBS radio stations when Dick investigates the steak knife case. Don't miss it. Tomorrow night at the Star's Address.
0: winds of autumn circle high over the September day, then swift glide downward for the trial run, and swirl upward again in tight spirals of chill, which sets Broadway's price tags to spinning, which makes the word hit the street. Big clearance on summer remnants, summer delights hardly used, the flaws unnoticeable to naked eye, but to be had now at 50% off cost. The summer words written in beach sand, bargain, lots of mileage in that one. And the bold end of dream spun under August moon, shop warm, the, the price slashed. And the vendors simper and the hawkers wink. Browse, don't touch. Buy, don't squeeze. All failed final. The season is dead, and nighttime will be longer. And at police headquarters, the color also of the new season, the deep brown study, in which was Sergeant Gino Totaglio. <sighs> Gino. Gino?
7: You wish something, Danny?
0: Well, just that whenever you feel ready for us to go to work... Well, Anytime,
7: like... Danny. Suits your convenience.
0: Something wrong, Gino?
7: What could be wrong? Well,
0: I mean, maybe something here in the department, something someone said to you or did. Or maybe something at home. That... Home is where
7: the heart gets broken. Oh? Home is where the eldest child, which in my case happens to be a girl... Oh, I know,
0: Gino... Something about Tina.
7: Who suddenly announces last night to one and all that she is no longer a child, no longer a little girl, but a woman who, as this is her first year in Bernard College, feels the need of a small apartment where she can study in peace and entertain in peace without the comments and philosophies of the Tartaglia clan. And will come home for supper every night, so what's the worry? Also weekends. I see. Danny... Perhaps you could have a little session with her. Lay it out the T. I'm
0: sorry, know.: I don't think I'm the one I'll to... tell
7: Mrs. T you turned her down, and she will now have to solve the crisis only with the help of her husband, who happens also to be the child's
0: father. That's the way it should be, know.
7: You want to debate the question, Danny, who is more entitled? Make an appointment with Mrs. T. You convince her.
0: <clears throat>
7: to work, huh, Danny?
0: Look, Gino... No
7: apologies necessary. You don't choose the medal. It's up to you. To work. Concerning Larry Burdett, the following report from Detective Muggler. Larry Burdett, the lady killer type, was in his rooms, was found a list of phone numbers, which, upon being called, turned out to be ladies whom Larry once escorted and who cried a little bit. He was dead. Also cried their alibis. Also, in the hotel room, framed over the bed a facsimile. What? a facsimile of a divorce notice which said, Laura Gray Burdett, having been divorced in the domestic courts of Las Vegas, Nevada, August 12, 1953, was now entitled to resume her maiden name of Laura Gray and was not responsible for that succulatory... I'm going get her address, you know? Which I now present to you. And which, if we are finished, Danny... Dino,
0: don't worry about Tina. She's a fine girl. She's As a... you
7: have washed your hands of the whole matter, Danny, I prefer not to discuss family's troubles. All right, Gina. And your squad car is waiting. Good afternoon, Danny.
0: Gray? Uh-huh. Laura Gray? I'm from the police, Danny Clover. May I come in?
8: Tell me what makes you from the police. Sure, come on in. I was just doing my face. You won't mind? No, no, go ahead. Not that I'm going anywhere. Just gets around evening, a girl likes to look pretty. Just in case. Radio bother you? No. What there?
0: Larry Burdett. Who killed him? Why?
8: Doesn't bother me. You like his face? Then this is only the fast job. The slow jobs are prettier. I'm making all the conversation, Danny.
0: About a month ago, you divorced Larry in Las Vegas.
8: I'm rid of him. Why should I bother to kill him?
0: Why did you divorce him?
8: He was nothing cheap, tawdry, good for nothing, nothing. And I have testimonials to that effect. Oh? Larry was quite a boy with other girls. That's why you divorced him. Uh Uh-uh. That's not why. Marriage goes eight years, Danny. You expected to get a little frayed. You expect other girls. You don't want to believe, but you expect it. Especially with a door to door man like Larry was. No, that's not why. But why then? You live with a man eight years. You don't know what it is. It's no good between you, And then something happens. What? Corny, a little black book. And? A lot of names in it. Usual names Betty, Mary, Jane. And you do something. You call a few, and one of the Betty's and one of the Mary's turns out to be a Betty and a Mary you happen to know from long ago. You
0: talk to them about Larry?
8: Over cocktails. The old time feeling, the old girlfriends, and too many cocktails, and let your hair down and talk. You want to know what? What? They've shaken Larry off. Big talk, Larry. Big promises, Larry. Come to me, baby, Larry. When they finally did, they had to hate themselves if everything got too cheap. Small-time, very cheap, and 50 watt bugs, a small man. Which taught me why I didn't like my husband. Because
0: he played around.
8: Some, but mostly because he was a small man. Eight years of it. Why don't you just get out of here, Danny?
1: Man outside to see you, Danny.
0: Who is he, Margolin?:
4: Stewart on the Hudson River nightboat.
0: You got a life I don't know about, Danny?
4: Eh, not humorous either, huh? Well, I'll just go on trying. He says he knows
0: Larry Burdett. What's the man's name, Muggervin? Bonimo Sam. Okay.
4: Okay, Sam. Lieutenant Clover, Sam. Sam Bonimo. Hi, Bonomo. Lieutenant.
0: What can I do for you?
4: You always like this? Huh? Formal. I come all the way up here. You don't offer a man a chair to sit down
0: on any chair in the room, Sam? You can sit down on it. Now, uh, what can I do? I'm with...
4: steward on the Hudson River nightboat.
0: Oh. Tell him. That's right, Danny. He showed me his credentials. Yes, sir. Nightboat?
4: Some people expect me to be tattooed. He's not, Danny. He started to show me. Tell him what else. He knows
2: Larry Burdett.
4: Oh. Saw his picture in the paper, how he's dead. Thought I'd drop in.
0: I'm glad you did.
4: Met him 4th of July. Came aboard the ship around noon and introduced himself. Had a ticket for that night's voyage. Was he sailing alone? Had two tickets, I should have said. For him and wife. Fourth of July, lots of people get in to watch the rockets bust over the Palisades. They come in twos and threes. Well, go on, Sam. And fours. With your story. Gave me $10 plus expenses. You're asking for what, aren't you? Well, to fix up his cabin with posies and champagne and delightful things. Burdett left and said he'd be aboard in the evening for sailing. And? That's a good question. Why? Because everything went to waste. The wife showed up come sailing time. Burdett didn't. Come the whistle for all ashore, no Burdett. Wife ran down ramp just blubbering, poor thing. And that's it, huh? Well, I tried to convince her to stay, have herself a time watching the fireworks. Felt indebted to Burdett after the ten he gave me, and any wife of his was a friend of mine, and I could point out. to You recognize that his wife? I pride myself.
0: Let's go, Sam. <laughs> Sorry to bother you again, Miss Gray. Hi. This is Sam Bonimo, Miss Gray. Come in. just for a minute. Well? Well? Huh? Is this lady Mrs. Burdett?
4: Not as far as I'm concerned.
8: The
0: obvious question for me to ask is what.
4: You're not the lady who was in stateroom 2B on the
8: 4th of July. I never am, Sam. You weren't then, either.
0: Did you know where your ex-husband was last 4th of July, Miss Gray? You were still married to him. Sure,
8: on his back. What do you mean? This was getting close to the end of my marriage, Mr. Clover, so I remember smiling this wide. Larry called me and said he was in the hospital. Just broken his leg. Well done a couple of steps or something. Can't remember a fourth when I felt more patriotic. That's why he didn't show up,
4: huh? The busted leg. Thanks a lot, Miss Gray. Uh, Let's go, Sam.
0: This is the lady, Sam, I want you to...
4: Don't worry. You mean that lady sweeping down the stoop? Well? She looked uh, prettier, but that's Mrs. Burdett, all right.
0: You're positive.
4: I pride myself.
0: Wait here. Hello, Mrs. Grant.
6: Oh. Oh, hello. Hey, hi there. Who's that?
0: A man named Sam Bonomo.
6: Who? What's he waiting at me for? He
0: knows you. You want to go over and take a closer look?
6: Oh, I don't see what... Go ahead. All
7: right.
6: What did you bring him for?
0: You recognize him? What did you bring him here for? Can we go inside?
6: My daughter's in there and my husband... I think
0: we'd better go in.
6: Don't you understand what I'm saying? Yes, yes, I do. Look, I made a mistake no one was hurt. Why should you... It's got
0: to do with motive for murder. Let's go in.
6: All right.
2: Well, hello, Mr. Clover. Hi.
6: Turn off the radio, Betty, and get out of here.
2: Music like that never bothered anybody, Esther. What's the matter?
6: All right, then. I'll do it. Now, Betty, I want you out of here. Why? Chet, did you hear what I just told your daughter?
2: You heard your mother, Betty.
6: You'll tell me later, huh, Daddy? Please, Betty, please, please, please. I get out of here. Very well. Go to a movie or something. I want you out of the house.
2: What's gotten into you, Ed?
6: Chet. What's this all about, Clover?
0: It still has to do with the murder of Larry Burdett. Chet. You listen to me. Well,
6: Sure. You're you're a good husband, and you're thoughtful, and you're a good father. And I love you. My whole life is built around you.
2: Well, mine is around you too, Esther, but I don't see any reason to sound off about it in front of a stranger.
6: I'm a wife and a mother, and most of the time I've been a happy woman.
2: Let's not talk about it.
6: But sometimes it, it gets tiresome. That's it. And sometimes your little... Life closes in on you and... Esther,
2: I know about it. About what? How everything can catch up with you and a person is liable to do something he's sorry for.
6: Listen, you don't know. You don't know what's happened.
2: Esther, Larry told me. Told you? He got drunk last night at the ball game. On the subway, he told me.
6: About... The night boat.
2: The date you had with him. He made everybody on the subway laugh. They got a big kick out of it. Details from A to Z. The line he fed you. How he fixed up a cheap stateroom with $2 worth of flowers and a couple of bottles of cheap wine with gaudy labels. And then he broke his leg. That got the biggest laugh of all.
6: Then. Then it was you. Oh, Chet. That's right.
2: I stabbed him, mister. just opened my pocket knife when we got out on the platform and stuck it into him. Nobody's going to laugh at my wife. No matter what she's done.
0: We'd better go, Mr. Graham.
6: Well, it, it... It started to close in, Jeff. Everything seemed so... so little and... so small... The house, day after day, the sameness of it, and and the things Larry told me, the things.
2: Don't worry about it, Esther. Nobody's going to laugh at my wife, no matter what she's done.
0: rolls over Broadway now, the shock of night, and the sound of it is a thing of laughter and trumpet, and a million-throated voice, and from a thousand streets they gather, let the wave of night roll over them, toss them about, spill them into the doorway of their choice, it's Broadway, the gaudiest, the most violent, the lonesomest mile in the world,
1: The program is produced and directed by Elliot Lewis, with musical score composed and conducted by Alexander Courage. In tonight's story, Paula Winslow was heard as Esther, and Herb Butterfield as Chet. Featured in the cast were Truda Marson, Eve McVeigh, Anne Whitfield, and Junius Matthews. Bill Anders speaking. Again this Monday night, CBS Radio invites you along as it dips into forgotten annals of crime and dramatizes crime classics. Your host, Thomas Highland, a man about murders, will be ready to take you back many years for a recital of the ins and outs of still another case history taken from real life. Remember, on most of these same CBS radio stations this Monday night, crime classics. America now rides to the tune of 26 million auto radios and listens most to the CBS radio network.